0: Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to More. So excited to be with you today. And this next chapter is a shorter chapter, but so powerful. This whole book is Unbelievable by David Jekondi. People... Some people have so many gifts, and we're so blessed that they share them. We woke up to an a foot of snow this morning, so 12 inches pretty much of snow, and school got postponed for several hours, so this gives me a chance to get the podcast done a little early so that I can publish it right on time and um, not be late with it. So, great day today. So excited. Um... This chapter is called Success, You Can Never Fail. And it is certainly an interesting outlook and a great way to start thinking in our minds. He says, Many people think you can either succeed or fail. And don't, isn't that so true? Don't you think I'm either going to fail that thing or I'm going I'm to succeed at that thing? We really think in this type of way. And he said, Well, Failure is yet another illusion, and success is all that there is. This is such a profound truth. You should make every effort to understand it. So he says we should make every effort to understand that failure is actually an illusion. He says failure when used without fear. When you don't fear failure, it's used as a learning process, and it's what eliminates weakness and builds strength in thought and character. So if we use it, if we use failure and, and not have fear with it, and we use it as a learning process, it is what actually eliminates our weaknesses. And this is so true. I don't think there's anybody that can argue the points in this chapter he says, through failure, you learn how to succeed and what eventual triumph tastes like. For how would you know how to relish the sweet taste of triumph if you did not know how failure tasted? I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. He says, the most common cause of failure, and he keeps putting throughout the book, he puts failure in quotes. Like it's not really failure, right? He says the most common cause of failure is the lack of clear and focused goals and visualizations. Life is images of the mind expressed. And my husband is so, he's so good at this. He gets something in his mind of what he, what he wants and he just makes it happen. He does, he is magical at this. Um, we're going to move in a couple of years, I'm going to retire and we're going to move to a warmer climate where there is no snow. And um, we've been looking at different houses and what we want. And he now knows exactly what we want. And he's got it in his mind. And he is already making plans and making it happen. And literally, It says in this book that the universe or life literally lacks something to work with. So if you put in your mind what exactly you want, you make it happen. You do make it happen. If that's what you want, you can make it happen. I truly believe it. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. He says, Often the greatest opportunity to be all that you can be lies in your darkest hour. Your worst moments are often your biggest liberators, your highest teachers. Do not fight and resist them when they come. Instead, look into them for the lessons they hold. And I want you to know that I have dark, hard hours, hard days, hard things. And most recently I had something that happened and I've been really working on, you know, Listening to things that motivate me to to do this exact thing, to know that to breathe through this hard thing, to know that this will this too will pass, and that this is okay. Um, I listen to a, a a YouTube video every year at school, and it's a commencement address from 2014. By Admiral William H. McCraven. he's a Navy SEAL commander, and it is so powerful. And we just listened to the last part of it yesterday at school. And um, in this address, it's just such a good, uh, such a good YouTube video. I highly recommend it. But this um, Admiral McCraven talks about how Navy SEALs, at one point in their training, they have to swim to the deepest part of the boat, and they call it the keel. And, and at one point, and they're doing it during at night, and they're doing it during Hell Week, which is like a week of no sleep and continued work throughout the whole entire week with no sleep. And this is the middle of the week. And they swim under this ship, and they do it at night, so they have the moonlight and the lights from the town or whatever, different different lights. But, and so they have a little bit of light when they're swimming, but when they get under, under the main part of the keel is where they have to go. They have to reach this keel, and it's the darkest part of the ship, and there's literally no light at all, none. So it's completely dark, and you're way underwater, And there's a ship on top of you, right? You're under a ship. So to me, this sounds so frightful. And Navy SEALs have to do this for part of their training. And he says, all Navy SEALs know that at this point in the darkest moment, you must remain calm. You must Pull all of your focus into what you're doing and not be focused on the scare or the fear or the outside. You remain calm, and it's the darkest hour. And he says, if you want to change the world, and he's speaking to these um, graduates, and he says, if you want to change the world, you must be your very best in the darkest moment. And that's what um, Jakandi says here. The greatest opportunity to be all that you can be lies in your darkest hour. Your worst moments are often your biggest liberators or your highest teachers. Do not fight and resist them when they come. Instead, look at them for the lessons they hold. So when you have challenges, you would not improve. You would not want to grow if you did not have the challenges. So we have to look at these challenges and as though they are opportunities for growth and improvement. And that's what failure does for us. It helps us grow and improve. Jacandi says, Gain and loss are two sides of the same thing. They're basically the same thing, just different views. Through loss, you gain new things. Through loss, you know the sweetness of gain. Without loss, there would be no gain. Ponder that for a minute. Really, would you work to improve? If you were so good at everything, would you really work to improve? He says, it's the struggling against loss and the preference of gain over loss that causes suffering. So when we struggle against loss and we prefer gain, so we have to just breathe in and say, this moment of difficulty or challenge is okay. Don't struggle against it. Don't fight it. Don't resist it. This is where the meditation comes in. Breathe through it. Say to yourself, literally say to yourself, this will help me grow. This hard thing will help me grow. And he says, it's the acceptance of both loss and gain as gifts. Think of loss and gain as gifts and as fuel for your growth. And it will propel you to greater heights faster. Um, in the end, you will see that loss was really not loss. At the point when you recognize the gains you got from what you lost, you will see that the loss really was a blessing. Now, I show so many inspirational videos. And almost every single person that has something. So there's people that get in accidents. There's people that um, are crippled for life there's people that lose their legs their arms i we do a video of nick vigenovic i'm not sure exactly how you say his last name but he has no arms and legs all of these people say they always say whatever their big loss was they say i would never go back and have it back because i became who i am because of my loss amy purdy says it there's so many people that The big losses that they have, they wouldn't go back and trade it because that's what propelled their lives to greater success. So, um, every loss has a gain. If you only accept and look into it and have patience, loss is usually the result of error in your thinking, in which case you have the opportunity to correct your thinking and make massive gains. The correction in thinking is to start looking at loss as a gain. So I'm going to talk about two different things. Okay, so you know that I play pickleball. Um, I lose a lot, and there we have this duper thing, and this it's a it's a duper thing, and it tells us how many wins and losses we have, and it keeps track of what level of, of athlete we're at, where where we can play in tournaments and stuff. And I have almost double losses as wins: 51 wins and 78 losses. But what's interesting is my duper score, my score that tells me what level of a player I am, it just keeps going up, even though I have a lot of losses because I'm playing against harder competitors. And so um, I just keep losing. I lose, but it keeps propelling me. Like, I'm like, I want to get better. So I'll take a class, I'll take a course, I'll learn things, I'll take private lessons, I do different things so that I can get better. Why? Because I keep losing. And this last um, league that I just played in, I was on the bottom court the whole time. But my duper score is going up. And it is making me be better. And so really, I believe it's true. Now, I mean, it's easy to see that. I think in sports, but let's look at relationships, okay? Relationships, I think, are one of the biggest things in life. Like, they're the most important things. Like, if without our relationships, what would we have? I mean, even even with our sports, the sports that we do, the relationships are. It's all about the relationships. So, in your marriages, in your relationships with your brothers and sisters, with your Spouse with your significant other, with your children, with your roommates, with whoever you're, the relationships, the people that you are around the most, your parents. Okay, we always have a struggle with the relationship. There's always a struggle. I mean, if there wasn't a struggle, it wouldn't be a real relationship, right? So when you have a struggle, if you care about that relationship, you work to improve it. Right. So, if my husband and I get in a fight or get in an argument and discussion, instead of quitting on the relationship, I keep trying to work to think of what can I do better. So, I take life coaching to help me have better relationships. Um, I I don't take life coaching really to be a better pickleball player or to be a better piano player, because in reality, I know that all I have to do is practice. But with the relationships, it's a little trickier. So I do the life coaching in order to improve um, those relationships and not give up on them and see them for the struggle that they are and try to improve those relationships. So um, he says you need to use all conditions that we have in our life, the good and the bad, To enjoy and build yourself. That's what they're there for. Even the negative ones are useful. And he gives an example of what if you're under an oppressive person. Let's say your spouse or your significant other or your parents or your boss is oppressive, meaning they it has to be their way or the highway, it has to you have to do things their way, they push things their way, and they're very oppressive. They take away your freedom. Well, if you don't give up on that and you learn to see it for what it is, what you will learn from that is you will learn to stand up for yourself. You will learn to speak more clearly, to communicate your needs. You will learn to um, be a stronger person um, and act with more um, authority and choose to love and still learn how to overcome those challenges, right? So really it's true, like anything that's very difficult, you learn from those situations if you allow yourself to learn. He says, The negative situation will have done its work in fixing you, with parentheses around it, in fixing you with your voluntary participation. So powerful. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. He says, most people have been programmed to fear failure, to fear challenges, to fear hard things. They give up to avoid failure, or they don't even attempt it because they don't want to fail. So people will give up and say, Our kids do this a lot at school. They, they say, I don't want to go to the reward party. I don't like that reward party. They say it because they don't want to fail. They'd rather just say, but I really don't want to go to that reward party. In in their heart, they know that's not true. But they say that to make it look good on the outside. We're afraid of failing. Don't be afraid of failing, okay? Um, It's what helps you correct your wrong thought if you approach failure with an attitude of learning. Through failure, you learn How to succeed. Honestly, I don't think any of us would succeed if we won all the time, right? If everything you did was perfect and you had the magic potion all the time, would you even be working at anything? Would there be a purpose to life? Would you become, would life become mundane, I wonder, right? He says, through failure, you learn how to succeed by trying and failing, you refine your thought and point it ever closer to success but this is so only if you do not give up we can never give up on whatever it is that we want never give up on your relationships now having said that i'm not going to say that if you've been in, gotten a divorce or whatever please don't think that i think that you're wrong <laughs> Please don't. There are some situations that you have to stop. You have to. And sometimes that's what you do, but you don't give up on yourself, and you don't give up on the belief that you can have good relationships, right? Don't give up. Through failure, you get to know success and how you get there. Failure is an integral part. If you're one of my students and you don't know integral, it means important absolutely essential, the most important part. Failure is the most important part of success. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's separate. It's actually a successive moment that leads to ultimate success. Failure then is not failure as such. It's only true failure when you accept it as the end right? If you accept whatever that is as the end result, then it becomes failure. But if you accept failure as a blessed part of the process, a part that helps you succeed further and know what this further success tastes like, then you can never possibly fail, ever. Failure is an illusion. Stop fearing it. Love it for the gifts it brings you. I am wealth, I am abundance. I am joy. Life is a collection of experiences. The challenges make up part of the experiences. Use the challenges to become better and enjoy the rewarding and triumphant experiences that follow every challenge. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am joy. Every try... Is a success that leads to the eventual desired outcome. The big success. View it that way. Change your mindset. See things in this light. Holy cow, this podcast is powerful. It's so powerful. Thank you, David Jacondi, David Cameron Jacondi, for enriching our lives and making our lives better. I'm so grateful for each of you. The podcast is growing so much. Share it with others. Make it a part of your life. Be your best self. Thank you for all that you bring to my life. Have a great week, everybody, and listen over and over. We'll see you.